0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, this is your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, along with uh my lovely wife uh, professor Catherine mckenzie on wednesdays we're going to be uh, uh, coming together and hosting uh the show called the order of kingdom relationships so every wednesday is going to be the order of kingdom relationships so we'll be coming together on wednesday she will be uh sharing on Tuesdays and Thursdays and uh I will do Monday and uh Friday the uh, Monday and Friday, the show is Unlocking and Liberating the Real You. Unlocking and Liberating the Real You. Saturday, we're going to do a two-hour uh, session on Saturdays. And Saturdays is going to be uh, releasing the supernatural. Uh, we're going to uh, be doing prophetic uh, intercession. And so uh, you can call in on um on Saturday. Matter of fact, the guest number is Eric code 347 237 5493. The uh, guest call in number is 347 237 5493. That's going to be on Saturdays at uh, from 12 noon to 2 p.m. You can call in with prayer requests. Uh, We're going to uh, endeavor to, try to get a prophetic team uh, together. Uh, different prophetic voices that has gone through a prophetic school, be able to speak into your life prophetically. That's going to be on Saturdays from uh, 12 noon until 2 p.m. Give everyone a chance to be able to speak into your life and uh, to pray concerning your needs. Uh, We believe in the power of prayer. We believe that uh, God uses men and women to be able to birth things in the earth realm. Every time God wants to accomplish something in the earth, he got someone in the earth to agree with him to be able to speak his heart and his mind. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, once again, Professor Kathy is going to be uh, sharing. And what is the name of um, the uh, radio show that you're going to be doing on Tuesdays and Thursdays?
2: Uh, good evening, everyone. Um, it's good to be with you. The um, title of the show that I will be hosting will be Kingdom Women Living for the King. That's Kingdom Women Living for the king
1: and that's going to be every Tuesday and Thursday at one p m We want' to apologize for getting late. We have some uh technical difficulties uh so that's why we are a half hour late uh, today, and so uh uh we pray that uh those that uh missed us will log back in or call back in and uh but we started a half hour late because of technical difficulties, so we should be back on track next week uh even tomorrow. Uh, and uh, next week as well. Okay, Uh, since we are dealing uh, with uh, relationships, there is uh, uh, the subject is the, not so much subject, but the radio broadcast, the order of kingdom relationships, and God is a God of relationships. Uh, Everything that God does, he does it from a relational perspective. Uh, When God uh, created mankind, he made a statement, let us make man, in our image, in our likeness. We know that God is a triune being. He has got the Father, got the Son, got the Holy Spirit, all three, but yet they have different functions. He said, let us make man. So he made man, the scripture says, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, in his image and in his likeness. And then he said, let us, let them have dominion for the fish of the sea to follow the air and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the face of the earth. So therefore we saw he made man in his image, made man in his likeness, and then he gave man his assignment. Let them, and notice in the word of the Lord, he didn't say let him, he said let them. But we notice that he only made Adam, but yet he said let them have dominion over the fish of the sea to follow the air and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the face of the earth. So therefore, uh, when he made man, there was no woman, but yet it was, but yet it wasn't. He made man, Adam, but yet he made the constitution of the woman inside of the man. Adam was feminine and masculine. Uh, uh, We can say uh, male and female, but we know he was feminine and masculine. He wasn't really male and female. He was feminine and masculine. And which reveals the uh, characteristics of God God must be feminine and masculine God is not male nor female Because God is not a human being God is a spirit So therefore when he made man in his image and his likeness He made man feminine and he made man masculine So therefore when he uh, decided to give Adam an helpmate uh, We know what the word of God says in Genesis chapter 2 He put him to sleep And then he took uh, a rib out and he made the woman and brought the woman to the man. Um, Now, one of the things that is fascinating about that uh, is now God is putting the man on Adam to function uh, from a higher order, a higher level of relationship now. He's no longer by himself. He's no longer uh, uh, calling the shots or executing from a single perspective, but now God took something out of him and bring something, brought something to him, which was the woman, and now his responsibility, his authority, his power now goes to a whole nother dimension. Uh, do you see anything in that that you want to add?
2: Um, yes. Um, in verse 18 it says, And the Lord God said, and I'm sorry, this is Genesis 2 and 18, it says, And the Lord God said, It is not good for man that man should be alone. And notice the scripture says, The Lord God said, which means that God is the one that observed that it's not good for man to be alone. And then he says, I will make him a helper, comparable to him, a suitable for him. So God is the one that observed that man should not be alone. So God decided that um, he was going to make a woman, which we know was already on the inside of Adam, Eve, but he made her, uh, uh, made for Adam a helper, one that would be comparable or suitable um, just for him. Uh, Adam had already uh, named all the animals, but then God noticed that uh, Adam did not have a helper. The animals had a helper, but Adam did not have a helper. So the woman is to be a helper. Uh, based upon the order of God, uh, a helper to the man. And this is what we can see from uh, verse 18 here.
1: I find that's very interesting. Uh, When you read that, I saw something uh, in that when you begin to read that, and it says, And the Lord God said, uh, It is not good that man should be alone. But watch this here. Then why did he make him alone? Mm -hmm. If it wasn't good for him to be alone, but he Mm -hmm. made him alone. Because... These are patterns that we have to look at. Uh, Nobody, no man, think about it, no man is born into the earth married. So, therefore, what God's doing, he's showing us a pattern. First, he made the man before he gave the man a woman, a helpmate. Now, why is that? Because he's showing us something that is very important, that God, when he made Adam, God spent time with Adam. God trained Adam. God educated Adam. God mentored Adam. God was a father to Adam. So, therefore, what we're actually seeing here, we're seeing a pattern that God has established, but the enemy has come in some kind of way and distorted the pattern. And so, therefore... We can never experience successful relationships if we are not able to discern the pattern here. First, God made man in his image and his likeness. And so, therefore, God began to train the man. God began to educate the man. And what was God training the man in? In the ways of God. Why? Because God made the man in his image and in his likeness. So he was training the man in the way of God, the way God thinks, the way God operates. Uh, the way God viewed things, the way God uh, saw things. So he was educating the man. He was training the man to raise the man up and preparing the man. Now think about it. When he made man, he made man in his image and his likeness. Adam was by himself. But notice what God said, let us, God ain't by himself. Mm -hmm. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But yet he made this single man But yet it was the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the triune being, which created a single man. So therefore, the man was single first, but yet he was training him in his singleness, preparing him for a greater level of relationship, which was bringing him a helper, bringing him a wife. Mm -hmm. So what he's showing us, there is a grace. An anointing to be single But the greater grace The greater anointing If I want the anointing to increase And the more to be like God Of the grow to be like God Now he bring me another part He bring me another dimension Someone just like me The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit Is one But yet two different functions now Adam is functioned by himself. Now he brings a helpmate. Now Adam has to change his perspective, his mentality, his attitude, his whole everything. Got to shift now because now he got to function as one, not as a solitaire, but he got to function as one with two individuals, just like God, same makeup as God, same everything, but different functions now. That requires a different function. I'm sorry, a different mindset, but yet a greater level of anointing to be able to walk as God as two, instead of walking as walking with God as one. Do you see anything in that?
2: Um, yes, I see something else in that. Um, the word helper um, kind of stands out to me. It says, "I will make him a helper." So that means that God had in mind already before he brought forth the woman to Adam or took uh, the woman out of Adam um, that her function, her assignment would be a helper. This is who she is to be to the man, a helper. And what is a helper? A helper is one that would give assistance to, uh, would be there to, um, to aid um, so a wife's responsibility or the woman's responsibility with her husband, with the man of God, is to give him assistance, assistance in the vision um, that God has given him for the home, um, is to aid him, to be right there. That's the function. That's the assignment. And the woman gets in trouble uh, when we try to go outside of being the helper. Uh, that God designed for us to be. We are to give assistance. We are to give uh, to be there to aid uh, concerning the vision that God has given the man for the home. We are to be there to be the helper. Uh, and in this other definitions concerning the word uh, uh, helper, uh, yeah, the the one that will be the uh, that will give assistance, the one that will give aid, the one that will uh, help complement. Uh, to be suitable, adaptable to him. So God knows the function, the assignment of the woman. And, uh, again, as wives, as women, we get in trouble when we try to go beyond the measure or go beyond being a helper that God has called us to be.
1: Well, listening to what you just articulated, then you said a, a wife or a young lady that's preparing to be a wife is to be a helper, is to assist the, the man in fulfilling vision. So what I'm hearing then, a woman cannot help nor assist a man in fulfilling vision if a man don't have vision. So what I'm hearing then, God did not give Adam uh, Eve to Adam until Adam really understood what his assignment was, his purpose of existence, the reason God created him. Which we see in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 20 say, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. So, what you're saying then, the woman is to help the man, assist to the man, adapt to the man, make adjustments to the man, and in taking dominion and subduing the earth, replenishing and multiplying. So, she's assist in that. So, we see that. First, God gave man uh, his assignment, revealed to man his assignment. I'm making you in my image. I'm making you in my likeness for you to have dominion uh, uh, and to subdue the earth, dominion of the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the creative work of God. Put it that way, over the creative work of God. Um, So a man must have a vision in conquering, in taking dominion. So God gives the wife or uh, the woman to the man to become a wife, to assist, to adjust, to adapt. That's what help make means uh, for the vision. So if that is being true then, it's very important then that fathers and this is where the enemies come in and manipulated and hampered the relationships. Uh we love our children, uh we want to raise them up, but if we don't understand the purpose of children. Because that's the next dimension. That's the last dimension of the triune being. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the man, the woman, and the children. So therefore, there's a function of a man, the function of the woman, and the function of the children. So therefore, if we don't understand that, then what's going to happen, we will be manipulated. And uh, as uh, Kathy has already said, Pastor Kathy just mentioned, that when the uh, woman don't understand her... Function, then she could be manipulated outside of that and try to operate in a capacity that was not developed in her by God. So if she do do that, uh, um, still go beyond her measure, then she's going to create, develop, produce something, bring something into existence in her that God never put in her. So therefore, we got to understand that the enemy's ultimate goal is to bring something into existence, and the way you're going to bring it into existence that's outside the original creation of God is to get me to function outside the order of God for my life.
2: When you read that from the Amplified Version, verse 18 there, it says, Now the Lord God said, It is not good, it's not sufficient, it's not satisfactory, that the man should be alone. I will make a helper, and this is what uh, the Amplified breaks down the word helper. I will make him one that is suitable, uh, adapted, complementary. So uh, according to God, the wife, the woman, is to be suitable to her husband. She's to be adapted to her husband and complementary to her husband. Uh, Adapted, when you look at the word adapted, you know, she adapts to his, to to him, to the man. She adapts to uh, the vision that God has given him for the home. Uh, one that's complimentary, she compliments. In other words, uh, they are to be a team, and the woman is to compliment her husband. Uh, not compete against him, but to compliment him. In other words, I am to help uh, complete him by complimenting him in the vision that God has given him for the home. So being suitable to him, being adapted to him, uh, knowing how he, he, he is, knowing his makeup, knowing how he is before we get married, um, uh, being complimentary to him, the vision that God has given him, then helping him to uh, fulfill the vision by com- uh, complimenting him with the vision that God has given him making myself as a woman, as a wife, suitable to him, adaptable to him, and complementary to him. Not trying to complete, uh, compete against him, uh, doing something outside of the order of God, going beyond my measure as a wife or as a woman of God. But complimenting him, in other words, coming alongside to help fulfill the vision, uh, giving some assistance and some aid to the vision that God has given him. And the only way the wife can do that is when she knows the vision from her husband. There's no way that the wife can help. Uh, fulfill the vision and complement the vision that God has given him when she doesn't understand the vision or she doesn't know the, her assignment. But once she knows her assignment, then she can help to uh, be uh, make herself suitable, adaptable, and complementary to the man, to the vision that God has given him for the home.
1: Well, it sounds like one of the lost arts, uh is this right here, is since um the days of Adam and those days is over with. Uh, Adam was to uh, train Eve. God trained Adam. Uh, today, mothers should be training their daughters, and fathers should be training their uh, sons, and uh, and uh, preparing. The uh, the mothers should be preparing the daughters for uh, husbands, and husbands and fathers should be preparing sons for uh, for wives. And so, if we do not understand that. And so many people don't understand that even in the word of the Lord when Paul went to Titus and shared that you must uh, uh, train the, uh, the older women, train the older men to teach the younger women and teach the younger men. Yeah. So here we have a man training women, older women, how to be, uh, how to train younger ladies and training older men how to train young men. We need that today that have to be uh, a ministry that must be restored back to the church. If not, we're going to continue to lose society. Uh, when we begin to look in the Word of the Lord about uh, concerning being a helpmate, a woman cannot be a helpmate either if the woman do not understand her function. What I mean by that, if a woman is selfish, she's not going to uh, study her husband. Uh, can't She can't be a helpmate Because her motive is going to be he helping her. And that is the mentality with the majority of women in uh, today's society, especially here in America. There's such a distorted mentality, and even in the church, because the church have not helped prepare young ladies nor young men to be productive husbands and wives. So we have such a uh, distorted mentality here because here in America, which goes against the grain of a biblical order here, the wife really wants the man to be the help me. That's what we usually see. The wife wants the man to adapt and adjust to her. And then if the man don't, what usually the woman would say? You don't love me. So that's going back to manipulation, and, and she really believes that. And I don't think it's manipulation. She really believes that because somewhere that is what has been uh, induced into her mentality, and it's really coming from society. And it's not coming from the church, I wouldn't even say it coming from the church, because it has infiltrated the church. And so so now when they begin to understand it, it's such a, a fight for the woman to make these adjustments, and she cannot do it on her own accord. And everybody needs to understand this more than anything. A man cannot become a biblical man without the aid in the system of the Holy Spirit. And a woman cannot become a biblical woman without the Holy Spirit. It is impossible. It cannot and will not. I don't care how much word you know. I mean, Scripture you can quote without submitting to the Holy Spirit and allowing him to lead us to the death of the old that we can embrace the new. We use that word a lot, old and new, have absolutely no clue in understanding how it works. But we speak it, we preach it, we confess it, but you cannot do this in your own accord. The Bible says, except the Lord build the house, they that labor, they labor in vain. So the Holy Spirit here is, is, is designed to help build a the mentality, the makeup, the heart of the mind of Christ in the woman as well as in the man. When we make those adjustments, Jesus can be glorified because it'll be a biblical relationship. And matter of fact, Jesus is really the perfect pattern. If 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 we understand that the Father is the first person of the Godhead, the Word which is Christ, we know Jesus or Christ, or the Word is the second person of the Godhead. And the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. Okay, then let's look at that function then. Jesus came to the earth to do what? He was a helpmate. He helped the Father to fulfill uh, uh, the purpose of redemption or to fulfill the command of the man, that's more the word, the man, of redemption. And notice all through the Scripture, Jesus' confession. Me and my Father, we are at one. Uh, I myself can do nothing. Uh, What I see the Father do, I do. What I hear the Father say, I say. It is not me. It is the Father that does the works in me and through me. Okay, this oneness then. Jesus said that him and the Father was one. Mm -hmm. And watch this right here. They are one, but notice they have different functions. But his oneness with the Father is, Gave him the capacity to function perfectly. But how did he do that? Not my will, but the Father. Not my will, but the Father. I seek not my own will, but the Father's will. So therefore, did, watch this here, by him humbling himself to do and to execute the heart of the Father, did that take anything from Jesus?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely not. Matter of fact, Jesus did not take upon himself any reputation. He didn't try to outshine the Father. He didn't try to exalt himself above the Father. The Bible says he humbled himself, Philippians chapter 2. He humbled himself unto death, even the death of the cross. Now, since he humbled himself all the way to death, the Father has highly exalted him above everything. But if that is the case, then if women really understood this and men understood this, that if a woman will serve her husband, her husband would die for her to be exalted. She would be lifted up. So if we understand the principle, where the manipulation, say they came and tricked and, manip- and manipulated a woman to usurp her authority over her husband, so, therefore, when we begin to understand this, if Jesus is the pattern and the church is the bride of Christ, Jesus said, husband, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself forth. That's interesting. So, the salvation of the woman is contingent upon the man that's willing to die. Okay. I saw something in that. Let's kind of meditate on that. What I saw in that, watch this here. Jesus died for the salvation of humanity. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So he was willing to die for the salvation of humanity or the salvation of the church, his bride. Mm -hmm. You know something? Adam knew the commandment of God because God didn't give it to Eve. God gave a commandment to Adam and said, if you touch or partake of this fruit, you're going to die. I never saw this before as so I was meditating on this today. He said, if you touch of this fruit, partake of it, you're going to die. He didn't tell Eve. They told Adam that. You're going to die. Now, when the devil manipulated Eve mm-hmm. and she partook of the fruit, mm-hmm. the Bible didn't say she died.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Death only took place when Adam took took of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So she did it. Well, watch this right here. Adam knew what God said. Yes. But when she bit it and gave it to her, he knew she was going to die. So what Adam did, he said, "I'm going to eat it too. I'm going to die right along with you."
0: Wow!
1: I never saw that until today.
2: Wow!
1: So, so he was willing to die in sin with the woman. Jesus died for sin. Mm. Never saw that before until today. So she, he, she, she partook of it, and he loved her. Even knowing the command of God that if you partake of this, you're going to die, Adam. So when she partook of it, she was dead, hadn't set in yet, Mm -hmm. because God gave a commandment to him. Mm -hmm. But he could have rescued her by not partaking of it. Mm -hmm. But by the mere fact she partook of it, he said, I'm willing to lose everything and die with you in sin. And Jesus now being the (laughs) second man, Adam, said, what I'm going to do, I'm not going to die in sin. I'm going to take sin Mm. to die for you, to rescue you from sin. Mm -hmm. And so, watch this right here. So that reveals then that the element of death was in Adam Mm -hmm. and the element of death was in Jesus. So every male then Mm -hmm. is really born to die Mm -hmm. for the salvation of the woman that he will ever marry. So a father then, if we understand the principle and the pattern, a father should always take his sons through a process of death, Mm -hmm. preparing him to be willing to die for the woman that he ever gets. Wow. the problem with that, the average man don't know that, and the average man has never gone through the process of that, so he's not willing to die for his wife to rescue her, so therefore, he cannot teach his son that. He cannot take his son through the process.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and the best thing, the best illustration of that to me is the movie 300. 300 is more biblical when we look at Uh, I don't forgot the name of the characters in the movie 300
0: Mm -hmm. those
1: who have never seen the movie 300 I think it would be something that you should really see here is the father of the young man training him how to fight training him how to survive and there was a day that came when he was a young teenager he had to send him out Mm -hmm. from his parents send him out from his father's house why for him to become what he was taught and so so out there in the wilderness he got the he got the uh, now put in practice survival skills that his dad had taught him what was happening here other words all of the training all of the information all of the teaching now he had to lay his life down for it to become a reality he had to experience a level and a measure of death to become a young man yes so to become a young man, you get the information, you get the training, but you must die in order to be resurrected into manhood. Yes. And if he came back, he came back, he survived. He killed the, 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 the wolf that tried to kill him. He killed him. What? Now he was put in the situation to put all of the training that his daddy instilled in him to practice now. Mm-hmm. And he became a skillful warrior. Yes. And watch this right here. And when he took all of his men into battle, when the armies of the enemy came against their nation, he laid his life down for the salvation of his wife and his family and the nation. Same biblical principle.
2: Same principle, yes. I saw something in there when you were speaking concerning the woman. Um, When the serpent, even though God... Adam knew the law, he knew the the Word of God, he knew what God had said. Eve was not there um but when when the serpent came, notice who he went to. He didn't go to the man,
0: mm-hmm.
2: he went to the woman mm-hmm. and we know the scripture lets us know that the woman is the weaker vessel, but yet the woman was deceived for Adam's sinned. the enemy
1: always I said again, the woman's what now
2: deceived. And Adam sinned. Yes. So the serpent, the enemy, always comes to the weaker vessel. That's why it's important for the woman to have a relationship with God.
1: Let's look at it this way. The enemy always comes to the weaker vessel, or he will come to the vessel that is not assigned to receive information Mm. or to receive instructions. Mm -hmm. So he... So, so even though the woman was the weaker vessel, but yet she had the same DNA as God, yes. the same DNA of her, of her husband. So I look at it a little different, even though the Bible calls her the weaker vessel, but I look at the order. Yes. He came to the one out of order. Or, or I'm going to use the word out of order. He came to the one that he should not have come to in order. Yes. So therefore, the woman, that wasn't her function.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That wasn't her assignment to deal with the serpent. Yes. It was Adam's assignment. So he came to the one that was not assigned to deal with him. Mm-hmm. So the enemy must manipulation. That's what the enemy does with children. He comes to the children, but don't come to the parents.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So so why? Because that is not the function of the children to deal with a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So the enemy will always come to us out of order to get us a function out of order. Yes. And so what he was doing, he got her, he came to her, to talk to her, to get her to function, to start functioning in a capacity that only Adam was assigned to function in. Yes. And once she did that, then she brought something into existence in herself that was not in her mm-hmm. Sin.
2: So do you think the woman could have not listened because she listened to the serpent? You know, even though she knew... She, you know, he, the serpent said to her, has God said, Mm -hmm. and she repeated back what he said. So, do you think the woman could have not listened or sent him to her authority, sent him to, uh, the serpent to Adam?
1: Of course. But notice, though, that the, she didn't send him because he offered her something. Mm -hmm. He offered her something, but it's not in him operates. He will offer the woman something to be something greater than what God created her to be. Or, yes. I won't even say greater, offer her something to function in the capacity that God created her husband to function in. Because it may appear to be that I'm less than my husband. Mm-hmm. And when you're not less than your husband. Yeah. So he just didn't come straight out. He started planting seeds. Yes. In her mind to get her to start thinking differently.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when once you start thinking differently, the capacity to yield, to submit, to surrender, or to be manipulated, the capacity increases on a greater scale. So he just didn't say, "Just come to her." God knows. Know, 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 God knows if you don't do this, what will get me? No, 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 no. God knows
0: mm-hmm.
1: that if you partake of this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to be just like God mm-hmm. Knowing good and evil mm-hmm. In other words You ain't like God
0: mm-hmm.
1: You don't know good and evil But God don't want you to be like God mm-hmm. So of course she could But he, he presented her something Anytime somebody sins It's a presentation of something that appealed to them. So he presented her something that appealed to her, never appealed to her before, Mm -hmm. but it was the power of suggestion. It was the implantation of a thought in her mind that get her to start thinking, ah, thinking a certain way, contrary to the way God wanted her to think. Mm -hmm. Because as a man, think it in his heart, so is the man. So he planted the seed, yes, even when he was speaking to her, he Still could she could still could have said excuse me, no is what God said. Now if you have any problems with that, uh, go to my husband and and talk to my husband about it because God is the one that trained him and he trained me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the devil most likely would have fled he wouldn't have came to Adam.
2: So is that the same way that wives today should handle? Uh, when the enemy comes to them, because just like the serpent talked to Eve, he's still doing the same thing today. You know, he's the enemy wants to manipulate the woman to pull her out, you know, from under the her authority, from under her covering, her her protection. So, um, should the wife be doing the same thing today, um, sending, you know, say? Just be transparent when the enemy comes and says, you know, uh, the enemy was talking to me concerning the vision. I know you say we, you know, I'm not to have any money, not to spend any money, just being practical, making, uh, giving a practical example. Uh, I'm not to spend any money. And the enemy was talking to me, um, you know, to take some of the money anyway and go ahead and get my nails done or go get my hair done or go buy those pairs, you know, a pair of shoes. So, uh, when the enemy starts talking to me, and I'll just say me, when the enemy starts talking to me, then that's when I should be transparent to you and say, you know what, the enemy was talking to me, um, and this is what the enemy said.
1: Yes, ma'am, that's good. And you can t- share that with your husband, but what I like about the scripture, when he, God made man in an image and his likeness, mm-hmm. and he says, let them have dominion, Yes. that means also that she, didn't, she could have rebuked the devil himself, mm-hmm. that serpent, because he said, let them have dominion. He didn't say, let him.
0: Yes.
1: She could have rebuked that serpent who the devil was using, then came back and reported to her husband, you know, the serpent was trying to speak to me, to manipulate me, to usurp authority over you, but I rebuked that serpent, and that serpent fled. Yes. And, and the husband would have complimented her because, watch this right here, that's a part of being a helpmate. Yes. So she would have helped him. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. so think about it. If it's biblical, the pattern got to be in the word of God. Mm-hmm. Jesus in Luke chapter 10, he called 70 disciples together mm-hmm. and gave them authority and power mm-hmm. to cast out devils. They went and cast out devils, came back and gave a report. Behold... Uh, 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 they said the devil, the demons, is subject to and your name. He said, don't, don't rejoice because the demons is subject to me, uh, you with in my name. Rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He said to them, Watch this right here. They came back and gave a report, mm-hmm. but they cast out devils. They were a the helpmate to Jesus. What a disciple is. A disciple is a helpmate to the mentor. Yeah. So that's what a wife is. So like a helpmate or a disciple. Executing the vision
0: mm-hmm. Of
1: the husband So The disciples Was executing the vision Of Jesus So But they rebuked that devil They cast that devil out He said Don't oh, rejoice because It was subject to you In my name Rejoice because Your name is written In the Lamb's book of life Other words Because the woman And the man Was one mm-hmm. That's how the devil Was able to flee Would have fled mm-hmm. Because don't rejoice because the devil fled. Rejoice because we are one. Mm-hmm. You just aided me. You just assisted me in executing the will of the Father who created us in his image and his likeness.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I love the patterns that God has established in the word of the Lord uh, for us to be able to experience success in our relationships that he has brought uh, together, especially the marriages. But we, our minds really got to be renewed, and and we have to make it practical. And sometimes, and I know you just gave an a analogy, said, you know, uh, the enemy would say, you know, you deserve. Mm-hmm. You deserve to get uh, a brand-new pair of shoes. You deserve to get a, a new suit, a new dress, whatever the case may be. You may deserve it, and, and what the enemy said is true. hmm but that is not what God is saying for us right now. Yeah. God is saying this sacrifice because we have a vision. We want to buy a house. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, we, we, we already have clothes and that, that we don't have clothes. Mm-hmm. And so we need to understand what is the mind of God at this time. God is trying to progress us. And so God may be testing us to di- see if we are disciplined yeah. as well in the management of money. Because when we begin to understand if we are made in the image and the likeness of God, that we, our function, our success is contingent upon that image that you and I was made in. So therefore, if I'm going to be successful in this realm, I must be connected to the one that made me in his image and his likeness. So therefore, I must get his mind, I must get his heart. And I believe this right here, before Adam is in, Adam really didn't have to consult God. Every day about doing this and about doing this and about doing this. Why? Think about it. When he made Adam in his image and his likeness, he trained him before he brought Eve. Mm-hmm. So God was already training him, educating him. So he already knew the mind of God. He knew what his function was. He knew what his, knew what his assignment was. So you don't have to ask God, can I go get a glass of water when well, I know it's my assignment to get the water. Yeah. Because I've been educated. I've been trained. Yeah. And so just like a person in the military, if they've been trained, special forces or uh, Navy SEALs or whatever the case may be, and they're on an assignment, they got to be calling back until they come in, uh, uh, sh- should I shoot now? Yeah. You've been trained to shoot. You, you've been trained, so execute. Yeah. You know what your assignment is. And not only do you know what your assignment is, you've been trained well. You are skillful. You are talented. You are anointed to execute your assignment. So... We don't have to say, God, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? Whatever the case may be. No, when I've been trained well, yes. He anoints me to execute my assignment.
2: So that's the same same uh, same thing concerning the wife. When the wife is trained well, when she's submitted and she's trained by her husband, or you know, submitted to her husband the authority, uh, and she really understands her assignment, her function as a helpmeet, then she will know when to. Step out and when to do, uh, go uh, buy a pair of shoes. Or she would know because she's been trained well or she's in agreement and walking in unison and in harmony and complimenting her husband.
1: You're absolutely right. Because if she understands the vision, then she knows that what I'm doing, it ain't about me. Yes. It's about the vision. Mm-hmm. See, it's impossible for these relationships to be healthy itself. Is involved if, if, if self hath not been dismantled, that's why a father must take his son through different processes of death. What he's doing, he's dying he's teaching his son how to die, die to self. he's teaching his son how to deny himself. Mm-hmm. So when a son can live in self-denial to an authority which is his father, that he lives for the pleasure of his daddy. But how many how many parents teach their children to live for the pleasure of the parent? No, it's the opposite, mm-hmm. and that's why we got uh, so many of our young people uh, in prison, and so many of our young people is born to single parents, and which is usually mothers, because of selfishness. We train our children to be selfish and self-centered. We train our children. To demand us to serve them (laughs) We do it ignorantly We don't know that's what we do But we do it ignorantly So when a father understands That I'm to train my son In the way of death If my son cannot die to himself In serving me He will never die to his wife Mm -hmm. uh, For her salvation Mm -hmm. Nor for the family salvation So Going back to what you're saying, to add on, the reason I'm, I'm bringing up about the, the man is just this here. Because the woman, if she did operate in this capacity, and the man have not been trained in dying to himself, the woman will get so frustrated. She will get aggravated because she will be living for the success of a vision that a man don't even have.
0: Yes.
1: And watch this here. So if a young man is selfish, his vision will never be for the family, his wife and his children, the destiny of that lineage. His vision will going to be for himself. Yes. So me, 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 me. And then the wife will support the vision of me, 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 and the lineage will die off. God is concerned about generations. He's not concerned about a man and a woman. He's concerned about the man and the woman and the offspring's that's going to come out of the men, that whatever the man has become and the woman become, the children will become, and their children will become, and their children's 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 children, and then God will populate himself in the earth. That's the purpose of it, that God will spread throughout the whole earth. God will receive glory out of the earth because the earth is populated with men and women that is made in the image and likeness of God and execute like God Walk like God, think like God, speak like God, demonstrate. That's the purpose of it.
0: Yes.
2: I want to go back to something you just said about the wife would be frustrated because she's trying to, she'll be supporting a me, me, me vision because the man don't really have a vision from God. Uh, And there may be somebody that's listening, uh, that's in this situation like this. How can this wife, uh, um, how can she bring God uh, back into the relationship so the relationship can be uh, successful and healthy and whole, and God can be there uh, and that how can she you know the um um you know go to God I mean what can she do to go to god uh if the husband is not in his place that he's not he's uh, not in order he's out of order
1: that's a very good question first of all, she need to believe with all of her heart, mind, soul, and strength that God loves her, yeah because her frustration it, Will be uh, called, will cause distortion in her mentality She will look at it as God is executing judgment on her God don't love her because of this man mm-hmm. How this man is treating her How this man this man uh, uh, don't care about the family So she, she, first of all she needs to know That God loves her yes. Number one mm-hmm. Number two she needs to believe that God loves her husband In spite of he's functioning out of order Yes She got to believe that God wants to bring order to this relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, if she believes that, now, what she needs to start doing, she needs to pray from a kingdom perspective or from kingdom order. And what I mean by that, she don't need to, if she pray, God, put love in my husband's heart for me, it ain't going to work. God, uh, uh, let my husband be kind to me. It's not going to work because she's, she's not focusing on the purpose of, of the marriage. Mm-hmm. She's focusing on her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's focused on getting something, receiving something that her husband have not been, haven't been giving her.
0: Yes.
1: What she needs to do, don't even think about her. She needs to look at the bigger picture. Her success is her husband's success. That's got to become real to her. She needs to understand the order of the marriage yes. and the function of the marriage. From God's perspective, it's not about her husband, it's not about her, it's about God. Yeah. So now I, she needs to go to God and she needs to start fasting and praying for the renewing of her husband's mind concerning who God made him to be. Yeah. And begin to pray that God will begin to bring somebody into her husband's life. If her husband is not submitted to the Spirit of God to teach him and train him. That God will bring a man, a mature man, into her husband's life that that he will submit to and yield to and surrender to. And then once again, she shouldn't pray that for her husband be good to her. Mm-hmm. She should pray that for her husband to be a kingdom man, a man of God, for her to be the woman of God, and the family, the children, to be children of God. Because when her husband is in divine order, she can function in her role, her function, her capacity, and then together they can raise the children up to be kingdom children, children of the Most High God. For what reason? That their children were birthed in children, and their children's children's children, until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the kingdom of God now will be advanced in the earth realm.
2: And that's very good, um, and I think it was uh, excellent when you said the first thing the wife, uh need to understand is that God loves her, because it would be so easy... For the wife, here's Satan again coming into the picture where he would manipulate her and her thinking that God does not love me. And that's why he gave me a man like this. And that's why I'm being treated like this because God don't love me. And so many times because uh, women don't know the word or just people in general don't know the word, um, they think that they're in a situation uh, like that because God don't love them.
1: Don't know the word. And they, many times if they have not been mentored themselves. Yes. And they have never had a mature young lady in their lives to model this before them, yes. they will get frustrated and aggravated. But if they had a mature woman in their life and a mature woman because we what we need to understand is this right here. Even when a man is divinely aligned mm-hmm. with God yes. and a woman is divinely aligned with God yes. unto her husband, what people do not understand, that does not mean that relationship will not be tested.
0: Yes, it does right.
1: not mean it's not going to be tried. Yes. And that is another deception and manipulation because when things is in order and people experience great tests and trial of pain in the relationship, God, what is this? Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a helpmate, and the man says, God, what is this? Yes. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm serving you. I'm, uh, I'm willing to die for my wife and my children. I'm providing. What is this, God? God's trying to say, I'm trying to take you to another dimension, another level.
0: Yeah.
1: So everything as well, every relationship, I don't care how well it is, it must still go through a process of death and resurrection, from one level to the next level, from one level to the next level, from one level to the next level. So the goal is, if when I watch this right, and even if I make those statements, God, what's going on? What is this? What what's going on? That's a revelation. The reason it's going on, that just exposed that I have got my eyes over my source. Yes. Because yes. my eyes on my source, I would never say, what is going on? I don't yes. understand this. God, why are you taking me through this what the case may be? When you understand your source, you trust him. Yes. And you know whatever it is He's a, he allowed this to happen because God is doing something. Mm-hmm. I don't have to understand it. I trust my Father. Yes. He's doing something. And I know when the dust settles mm-hmm. that I will be a greater man, my wife will be a greater woman, my children will be greater children when the dust does settle. We trust you, Lord. Mm-hmm. We're not going to complain, Mama. We trust you, the Most High God.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, you mentioned it several times. I think uh, the missing element or the missing ingredient for most of most marriages is discipleship um that's the missing ingredient in a lot of marriages, and the wife being discipled, so she can model being a servant to her daughters um because you mentioned about the the husband's role the father's role with his son, but the wife has a role with her daughters, mm-hmm. like you and I have three daughters, so it's important for me to model before our girls being a servant to you. Because as I model that, then they will know how to serve, uh, first of all, God, and then they will know how to serve their husband.
1: And what you just just addressing, uh, you're absolutely right. What we'll, you will we'll be modeling for the girls is their function. Yes. So they will not deviate outside of their function. They won't be able to be manipulated outside of their function. And so if they do, always understand this here. Anytime a person go beyond their function, is designed to birth something into existence that was not God's will to come into existence. Yeah. And we've got to understand that. And and, and, and when we look at uh, the diversity of relationships, homosexuality, lesbians lesbian, whatever the case may be, somewhere there was a distortion of a relationship, yeah. a manipulation of a relationship. A man, a young man with a young lady, or whatever the case may be, it was a distortion of a manipulation there, and the devil planted in mind that women is no good, men is no good, or a young man was funneled by another young man. And so now when they experience that funneling, which was never created by God for them to experience, it brings a feeling, it brings a feeling into existence that never was supposed to come into existence. So it is an illegal feeling. With yes. a woman and a man. Yes. And so now it dominates them. Yes. So any milk from the goat is always to bring in the illegal. To bring, how do you do that? To get me to function outside of my capacity. To get me to function in a, in a dimension that I was never created to function in.
0: Yes. So
2: can we do this before we close out? Can we just pray for marriages uh, in general? Because we know that Satan um, is his will you know, to destroy marriages. And, and it's not just in you know, in society, it's happening in churches as well.
1: Well it's, it's even uh it's neck and neck with the church, the church in the world now. It may I don't know if it's the pastor but I know several years ago it's fifty percent divorce in the church and fifty percent in the world.
2: Yes. Mm. And so we wanna pray that God will um, uh, any distortion or any marriages that are out of order that God this year is 2012 uh, and we want the government of God in to be established in marriages and that marriages will be whole and healthy. Many times marriages are not healthy because uh, of God you know they're out of order And they're not fulfilling order. the will You know of the will and the purpose of God The man is not uh, functioning In his assignment and the wife is not functioning in her assignment and so there's chaos And confusion in the home so um, As we close today can we just pray For marriage well
1: let's do that father we're so Grateful and thankful for you being the God of Relationship as Kath and I stand In agreement today mm-hmm. we're not Praying for our will to be done we're Praying for your will to be done yes. we're Praying for the original creation of Adam and Eve Their function Their purpose Oh God To be restored yes. To every biblical Every marriage In the kingdom of God And so it can spill From the kingdom of God Into the world of oh God yes. It is your job It is our job To With the ministry of Reconciliation To reconcile marriages To reconcile men and women Back yes. to you As you're restoring Our marriages And you're bringing healing And you're bringing Deliverance to every marriage You're bringing us In the kingdom order, oh Lord God Almighty yes. We thank you, we praise you For gracing us Oh God To humble ourselves Under the mighty hand of God. We thank you, we praise you for gracing us, Lord God, with the mentality to deny ourselves, to be willing to take up our cross, that everything that is not like you nor love you, that is out of order, will die to the cross. Uh, and grace us to experience resurrection life. Every man, every woman, every husband, every wife, uh, every father, every mother, who experience resurrection life in our relationship with you first and with our spouses and with our children. We release resurrection life in every marriage, we release resurrection life in every family. We speak it, we decree it, and we. Even now, in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you for the disbursement of legions of angels of battle for every marriage. We thank you, Lord God, for the increase of the momentum of the release of the anointing of the Holy Spirit in every marriage. Let the anointing destroy all satanic and demonic distortion and manipulation, even now, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Wow. I really uh, enjoyed this today. Let me give you our call-in number once again. Our call-in number for our guests is area code 347-237-5493. Once again, area code 347-237-5493. Remember, on Monday and Fridays, you will be with me, the master key, unlocking uh, and liberating the real you. And remember, on uh, uh, Wednesdays, it will be uh, Prophet Catherine and myself. The order of kingdom relationships. We pray that you got something out of that today. And on Saturday, it'll be 12 noon to 2 p.m., it will be a time of uh, prayer and uh, flowing in the gifts of the Spirit, releasing the supernatural. Uh, we'll be praying for you, word for you, and battling for you, and speaking prophetically into your life. And on Tuesday and Thursday, Prophet Kathy?
2: Kingdom Women Living for the King. Tuesdays and Thursdays, starting at 1 p.m.
1: All right. <laughs>